0: All right, we are going to get up close and personal. I'm going to talk about my colon and some hugely transformational things that came out of some recent experiences with my colon. The Embody podcast accompanies you on your journey of remembering and embodying your true nature, integration and alignment with your vibrational clarity, self-love, and living a life of beauty and wholeness. It's a menu of transformative healing tools, experientials, meditations, and practices from a blend of family constellations, somatic therapies, and holistic and spiritual practices sprinkled with vulnerable conversations with people who have the courage to be themselves, Alive Now episodes with updates on my personal process, and Reverie episodes that are spiritual succulents, that honor, reveal, hug, shake, or stir you into love. I'm your host, Candace Wu, integrative and intuitive healing facilitator and artist. Welcome back to another Alive Now episode on the Embody Podcast. Thanks so much for joining me. It has been a bit of time since I've given you a true update of my life. And, um, boy, do I have some news. So I recently started getting colonics. Uh, It's hydrotherapy for your colon. And it's basically, for those of you who haven't done that, it's like having a professional enema, except that the water that goes in is pressurized so that it expands the wells of your colon that are, you know, they're kind of like, if you can imagine them, like they're crinkly. They expand the walls, and it takes out all the gunk from the um, walls of the colon, and helps get to through the layers of biofilm and to your colon to hydrate your colon and um, cleanse it so that it's healthy and spongy, and um, you go to the bathroom easily. So I had always known that my colon was dry. A couple of reasons the Tongue diagnosis, you can look this up online, but if there are some cracks in the middle, about in the middle, lower part of your tongue. That's the colon region that connects right to colon. And I have a lot of cracks there. And I noticed it like years ago when I was studying some of Chinese medicine and Ayurveda. And also in Ayurveda, there's vata, which is the element of the elements of wind and space, or air and space. And it's basically the energy of movement, things that move, communication, emotions, moving your body. And so when I was learning about that, um, the house, the seat of vata is your colon. And I wondered because I used to have a lot of anxiety and I used to move so fast. And then I tried to, I ran like a half marathon, and that's what really started my entire healing journey, is that that half marathon basically made me crash afterwards. And my body was just so mad at me. Um, It started having aches and pains. I wasn't feeling well. I started realizing that all of my emotional trauma was coming to these physical layers of my body. And... I didn't feel good in myself. I felt like I was faking it through life. I wasn't happy, but I was pretending I was happy on the outside. So um, you could say that all of the pain and hardship of the years past were just kind of like stuck inside my body. And so fast forward to now, colonics, they really should have disclaimers on on colonics (laughs) Especially for people who do healing work because when you have a colonic, it's like all this gunk clears out and you start to rehydrate your colon if it's dry at all, which mine was pretty dry. It was fascinating to learn about like, what I saw coming out of the tube and what might be going on on the inside and how that fits my idea of what's going on. But... having a disclaimer on colonics. What I mean is that um, my life is completely changing. After a week and a half of doing this, I've done it um, over the week and a half. I've done it five times. That was the recommendation for me because my colon was pretty dry. And when you do it consecutively um, without much space in between, it works to break down everything a little bit better. So after the second colonic, I actually came home to the space that I'm at and I felt like I can't live here anymore. And I had the thought, I am ready to buy a house. I always knew I would at some point, but I just didn't know when it was going to come. And after being in Michigan after COVID started and in between my travels. As many of you know, who've been listening to my podcast, I like to travel, but the last year, I've just felt like staying in one place and rooting down. I'm honestly just kind of exhausted from traveling. There's the vata again, right? Like so much movement, I exhaust myself. When there's too much wind to a fire, which there's also a lot of fire in me, it smokes out and I tend to do that in my life, but you know, it all works out. So it just was incredibly surprising that the inspiration was it's time to buy a house. I want to, Um, because yeah, originally I did not know where exactly I wanted to land and I just feel, felt like I couldn't make that decision yet. So yeah, disclaimer on life transitions like watch out for giant life transitions after you do colonics (laughs) if you haven't done them ever in your life before and you go for it um but maybe that's just me yeah be aware of transformation be aware of things moving quickly which is also what my astrologer told me um who i love elena of hidden gift astrology She mentioned for me that once November hit that um, I would begin to feel the energy of expecting the unexpected and things moving quickly. And here we go. Here we go. But also with colonics, what's happened for me is the ability to let go of just years of chapters of my life, years of history of pain and suffering and depression and anxiety, um, trauma. I've been working on all this for probably 15 years now. And yet some of those pieces were still coming up. And I feel like with the colonic With the help of this kind of therapy, I started to transition into a much lighter way of being, physically, but emotionally, energetically, where I am moving into, it's easy to let go of the past, it's easy to let go. It's easy to let go of things that don't serve me. Whereas before I used to, I wouldn't say dwell, but I'd hold on to stuff for a long time. And there's a reason for that, right? When you look at trauma, the reason something is trauma is that it was too much for the body, the nervous system, your energy, and your soul to handle in some capacity, especially if it's a lot of childhood stuff or past life stuff or ancestral stuff. And when it's too much to handle, we hold on to it for later. And that's essentially what I did for so many years, I don't know, maybe even lifetimes. And I can feel that I'm transitioning into an easier way of being where I can let go of things with ease, where painful things I can just let go, but also see the truth of what might be coming. So for example, I was dating this guy and this man. And um, on the second date, he ghosted me and stood me up. And um, it it was this open mic that he said he was going to show up at and play at. We were both going to play and have a date. And he didn't show and he didn't respond when I said, hey, are you still coming? And I think in the past I would have been pretty hurt by that. But this time, you know, there are many factors. This time I can let go easier, but also I was able to see, I think that he's just getting out of the way. My sense was that he was just getting out of the way because he wasn't really the right person for me. And while I, I liked him, I didn't really feel a strong connection, but I was willing to let that grow over time. But he chose no. So makes it easier for me. He's out of the equation. And instead of focusing on the rejection or getting ghosted or getting stood up and feeling hurt, uh, that I could go in that direction energetically. There's still part of me that that can get hurt by that a little bit. But I had more of me that was leaning into, great, this is great because he's out of the way and whoever I'm Moving towards and getting lined up for in my energy is waiting for me if I step forward, you know, whenever that is, whenever they come or whenever, you know, we really match up energetically in the right time and space. That's just a small example, but I had a much deeper experience of hurt right about when I had my first colonic where I did start to connect with somebody and we connected in a deeper way but very quickly there were other circumstances in his life and he was dating someone else um, where he chose to prioritize the other person and his work there were so many reasons that I sensed it wasn't right like he wasn't the total right fit for me for a partner But I wanted to have an experience with him. I I really wanted it. And when he turned a bit cold and when he handled it in a way that I didn't like, uh, it was painful. And there was a whole part of me that wanted to focus on the way he was handling it and how painful that was for me. And how he could have communicated better or how he should have X, Y, and Z. But then I caught myself because while I deserve that and am worthy of respect and I didn't feel it here, while I'm worthy of good communication, he is just telling me that this is not how he functions. And he is completely free to be that way. And I didn't want to lean into being a victim of this experience because I did know coming in that his life situation left him very little time and that he was dating someone else but I didn't know where they were at so I I kind of pseudo became victim what do I mean by that like hmm, almost like I want to ignore some details so that I could be the victim and blame him for being like bad communicator or doing something wrong <laughs> even though I wouldn't say those words but the energy of being mad at him and wanting to tell him how much it hurt me all that was me being in that victim place where if I stood in my empowerment I could see that I knew right well what I was doing and I I knew what I was getting into and I I walked into a, an emotionally risky situation. And that that was so interesting because my naturopath even, um, with a biofeedback, she uh, works with my energy and, and different messages come up. And one of the messages was that I take emotional risks. And yeah, I have over the many years. I dive into my work. I dive into what can feel painful but I get so much out of it. And sometimes in relationships, in intimate romantic ones, I do that too. I will dive in even if I know that there's a way that I could get hurt here, but I want to experience it all. I want to throw myself into it and and feel the fullness of that connection and then heal. And and also what I get from it is an even more independent self that is less codependent on people being a certain way so I feel okay. And all throughout that process, I'm dealing with a lot of emotions. I'm working with all my stuff. I'm experiencing a lot of joy and sensuality and sexuality different aspects of myself and a lot of freedom but what happened here with this one particular man was painful but it also brought up pieces of shame in me which I worked through around sexuality which I was surprised were there still but it just had to be the right concoction for certain pieces of me to show up but then I had my second colonic and I was really ready to let this move through in an easier way. That was my intention for myself. And that was hand in hand with the colonic. I said goodbye to this man and I did not bring up anything that hurt me uh, because we are part of the same friend circle. Not exactly, that's not exactly why. It's because I wanted to come to my most empowered self and that was that was me being okay and being happy to move forward instead of be with him. And what I kept telling myself through that process was, it's so easy to let go. It's so easy to move forward. And when I step forward as I step forward and look towards my life and what I want, all of the good things, there's so many good things waiting for me. There's so many lovely experiences waiting for me. And I'm so excited to see what's right around the corner. And of course, there were parts of me that were still feeling hurt. So I would say like 75% of me was there in this empowered place and 25 was like oh, but I really like this guy and <laughs> hanging on to that. And so we still transitioning into this different way of being. But for me to let the past be in the past and let what's done be done and look forward to the future, the unknown, the open space in a more full way with more of me looking forward is so exciting and feels so good. And just a little sidebar here: there is nothing ever wrong with speaking your truth or sharing your feelings or how someone affected you. That I I do that as well when it feels like that's the right thing for me and my growth and what I want in the situation. It's always your choice, and um, it doesn't mean you're a victim or anything. So. Um. What I'm saying about victimhood for me is very particular to me and how I felt I wanted to grow. So, just a little side note there, in case that um, that in case it touches you in a certain way, wanted to clarify that. So, going back to that emotional risk, uh, right around this time too, I of all these events happening when my naturopath said yeah you're you're there's something in you that goes for emotional risk i felt this tr- the shift in me after this experience with this one man that i was done just like traveling and i exhausted myself i was done having experiences and having these like more Experiences that also had some risk. And I was ready for something easier, more gentle, more stable, but that also provides me just as much magic, adventure, and experience. Just as much pleasure and excitement, but with less emotional risk That of the kind where I just like throw myself in the waters to test myself. So that was exciting. And when I noticed that, I realized that this whole year, this whole year I've been calling in my life partner. But if I'm really honest with myself, I was getting ready to be ready for my partner. I was still clearing up some wounds that I had working things out. And also I wanted to just have experiences and play and be free. And I did that. I had many experiences this year that fulfilled me and gave me meaning and gave me excitement, but also were emotionally painful, some of them. And so if I look at it, if I'm really honest, I wasn't ready to call in my partner, which is why they didn't come. (laughs) And it's cool to really notice that because I do believe we have so much power to um, receive exactly what we want when we are energetically in line with it, with with the energy of what we want and want to feel when we harness it in ourselves, but when we're choosing something that we want and we actually want something else, there's a pull, there's a separation of energy and we're going to get what has more weight at that time period, in that moment. So this was a call to me to really be honest with what I desire and Not to like shape what I desire, but like really realize what it is that I already desire and what it is right now. Even though I wanted a life partner, I actually didn't want it until later. (laughs) And I'm at the point now where I'm almost ready to have them because I actually realize I do want to have a house before I have my partner. But if it happens at the same time, that's, I welcome that. I want to pick out my own house. I want to design it my way. I want to have retreats there. I want to invite any of you that are listening, that are individuals or couples or people in relationships, to join me in a yummy space that can be incredibly healing and, um, that would be incredibly healing with all the things I offer nature lots of woods Um, I don't even know what else so yeah if you have ideas for me let me know but I want to create that for myself and I feel that it's important to do so I want to share just a couple more things that have come up in the last couple of weeks And that is, there's an experience that people tell me about where they don't know what their intuition is telling them. So have you had that experience where you think, I don't know, I don't know what my intuition is telling me. I don't know what to do. But I want to invite you to notice that sometimes you do know what your intuition's saying. And perhaps you don't want to believe it. That's what happened to me in a lot of cases in this last couple of months. There were things, there were feeling senses I knew about the men I was dating, the people I was dating. But I didn't want to believe it and I wanted to believe otherwise. But in the end, I was right. And... I wonder how many of you relate to that experience where there are just things that you know. Things that you know and sense, but then you go and you try to see if it's really the case or you ignore it and say, no, 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 no. It's maybe this is something else. So I've been keyed into that and also a little food update for those of you following my food journey, in the colonics um, there was evidence that I wasn't absorbing my food fully and absorbing all the nutrients. And I've done so many different things to heal my relationship with food. And now I've just come to the statement that I choose to absorb my nutrients. I choose to absorb beauty and yummy Good things for me in all aspects of my life and from food and I'm excited to eat I'm excited to fill my body whereas in the past I've had um more negative feeling like in the past six months like oh it's such a chore to cook it's such a chore to feed myself like I can't do it I can't gain weight um all these new statements um, going in a level deeper to change the energy with, with just a couple of these statements. So um, how are you absorbing food in your life? How are you absorbing the good things? Are you able to absorb the yummy, delicious, sensual, awesome things in your life? And how much are you able to? And are you able to let go of the things that you don't need, don't want, and don't serve you, don't fulfill you, don't give you happiness or joy that are not for you or that hurt you? Can you move away from those things or let them pass through are we really digesting and metabolizing in a way that lets us take the best and leave the rest? And that translates into the day-to-day experience where there are all sorts of things happening, good and bad, to generalize and to make it really simple. Desirable and undesirable or pleasant and unpleasant. And the better we are at f- focusing on the pleasant the more we actually activate in our lives and it is a choice but also the more that the unpleasant becomes like kind gets absorbed into the pleasant the more whole we become so there's such value in looking at the shadow there's such value in healing our pain going there into the darkness So that you can navigate all of it, but then to be able to look towards the good things, filter, filter and sort of detoxify, no, more so filter your experience so that you get the most out of the good things and you focus the least on the things that provide suffering. And I don't mean to avoid the really essential things in your life. There are things that call to us that we need to look at. There's a time and place for that. So that exists too. That's important too, in my experience. And it's also a great skill to filter the good and to have a stronger filtering system. So, wow, I went pretty personal and deep today. I mean, I just talked about my colon for almost, I don't know, how long is this podcast right now? For almost 30 minutes. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Hopefully it was interesting for you, but I have such a better connection with my colon now. Like, I actually know where it is in my body, whereas... I kind of thought I knew before but I didn't. I can feel it. I can touch it and and make something happen with my bowel movements if I need. Whereas before like I kind of knew some tricks but I wasn't that connected to it. I can really feel it now and that's a great feeling. So colonics might be for you especially if you haven't ever done it or if you feel really heavy or ready to let go of a lot of things ready to let go of the gunk, ready to let go of the crap in your life <laughs> literally figuratively i have a really great referral in detroit area if you if you're out here so feel free to reach out to me if you need that but i know that there are so many good colonic people out there And um, I'm going to be doing this probably every quarter once I go one more time because the recommendation for me was one more time so that my colon can hydrate and have one more um, clearing out and then to give it a a little rest before coming back in a couple months. So we're at the end here today, but before we go, I want to mention that I'm going to be part of the Embodied Word Gathering. This is an online free event. Um, I really love the energy of this event. It's very yummy and it's um, so compassionate and grounded. It started by Maria Ortega Garcia and she just gathered a whole bunch of people to offer 30-minute segments about or to support people getting connected with their bodies in or for the purpose of just that deeper connection or with artistic expression or any verbal expression. So it's really for anybody but especially if you're an artist of any sort or you want to learn how to express yourself in ways that connect with your body. So I'll be doing a session there on sensuality from the outside in and inside out, that sensuality can connect with your expression and your creativity. So check it out at CandiceWoo.com slash embodied word gathering and you can sign up for it and get all the recordings. Thank you so much for listening today. It's been such a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Wishing you so much joy in your day. And I'm just sending blessings upon you and upon your day. See you next time on the Embodied Podcast.